there, you're listening to Combo Breaker, a one-two punch of enthusiasm. Each week, I present a tiny interruption to share something that I'm digging on. I'm your host, Cole, and you can check out okretro.zone to stay on top of new podcasts, videos, and more. So, here we go! Perhaps it's just been where life has tossed me lately, but I've been dealing with some pretty significant hearing loss, which has unexpectedly tanked my enthusiasm for just about everything. Who knew, right? Um, But also my dog has been going through some pretty intense treatment, which has resulted in me staying by her side whenever I'm home. And with all that fun, I've been looking for shows and comfort. I've been trying to cook when I can, and, you know, I want a stress-free environment. Also, my sweet baby girl and my hearing, they're getting better. The pup has a bit more treatment, but with that being said, I've found some comfort. And that comfort being the Great British Baking Show. I know people have been talking about this show for a while now, and a baking show probably isn't a show that I would defaultly say would maybe call to me, but boy, oh boy, do I love this show. So I have watched uh, two and a half seasons so far, both with judges Mary Berry and Paul Hollywood, and hosted by Mel and Sue. Uh, Paul Hollywood will always tell you your bread is not cooked enough, and Mary Berry has got you on that pastry knowledge. I don't really know how to describe Mel and Sue, but they're full of innuendos and they're a delight. I started with the first collection on Netflix, which is actually series 5 from 2014, and I've been working my way through those collections there. I'm not big on reality TV. I can't even think of a reality show I watch. I mean, I guess Eurovision could kind of be, but I usually hate the stress and the bullshit between contestants and shitty attitudes, but that's not here. Everyone is generally supportive of each other for the most part, I guess. Uh, they help each other out if to get breads out of tins and hype each other up when someone's starting to spiral. Um, there's still like a competition and they reference each other, uh, but often they highlight a contestant's challenges like to their own previous performance instead of necessarily comparing them outright to each other, which is kind of cool. Honestly, it doesn't get too crazy. The stress comes from the bakers going crazy with decorations or leaving something in the oven down to the wire. But I found myself being like, oh, boo, you did great, but it's time for you to go. And in collection one, I really loved Nancy. So I would yell, hell yeah, Nance, every time she got some great praise. Uh, it's, It's honestly just delightful. It is also wonderful because I do love me some bread. But I'm not a big sweets or pastry person, but I'm finding that there's so many delicious pastries um, coming from all over the world that I'm like, oh, maybe, yeah, maybe I should try some macaroons again. Maybe I should eat a flauna or hell yeah, pass me, you know, that baguette, of course. I'm still unsure if I like meringue, but there's different types of meringue. So maybe I like one of them. We'll see. But I do enjoy learning about baking and the chemistry of it. The episode structure is um, cool that way, I guess. Each episode is framed around a theme, like cakes, biscuits, pies, or tarts, or whatever, and the contestants compete in three challenges. The first one kind of being like their tried and true uh, recipe that the contestants have to use to show uh, their version of like a traditional fruit tart. And this challenge often has interesting flavor profiles with the contestants trying to stand out. The second challenge is a technical challenge where the contestants get surprised with whatever the task is and the ingredients, and usually a very minimal recipe to work off of 
um, which tests the, the baker's knowledge of process and patience usually. And then there's the signature, where they may do a three-tiered cake with all different cake mixes, with different piping, and I don't know, you name it, it's over the top. It's the, the opulent thing within that episode. So, the judges. Mary Berry is often a little softer in her feedback compared to Paul, though she can be ruthless. Paul can be like, mm, it's burnt, or that's raw, I'm not eating it. Where Mary is like, well, the filling is nice, but uh, but both of them want perfection and have the ability to give feedback and explain why baked goods behave a certain way because of the butter or the chill time for it to prove or any number of things, which me having just baked some like, you know, basic bitch chocolate chip cookies and some odds and ends here and there, I don't... I don't think I've ever made anything I've had to prove. So when they like talk about it, I'm like, oh, okay, sure. Science. It does make me excited to get back into the kitchen to bake. But also now I'm more aware of what all could go wrong. Uh, But I do have such an appreciation now and am constantly not hiding my want to go to bakeries. But carbs, you can't just eat carbs, right? That's That's what they've told me, but still trying apparently and I know uh Prue joins Paul Hollywood at some point to judge the show but I, I have no opinion of that I haven't seen any of it I know that that w- there's a, a a cultural shift I guess with that change um when Mary Berry leaves the show Mel and Sue also left at the same time I don't know if that's related and I believe that dude from the mighty boosh in the IT crowd is one of the hosts now but yeah I don't know I'm interested to get there but so far, collections one through three, we have Mary Berry and uh, Paul Hollywood. I think sitting here thinking about, you know, the Great British Bake Off, I think part of it is a part of that comfort comes from like a little bit of homesickness. And, and I don't mean that from like, I mean, I guess part of it, of course, would be childhood baked goods from the grandparents and, you know, mom. Uh, but I lived in Ireland for 10 months back in 2008 and 2009. And I had four Irish channels and access to the BBC and Sky, and it's just just super low impact comfort from like hearing accents to jokes and slang, um, even to just seeing those uber green grounds that they're baking on on some manor's property. It reminds me of my more carefree life years ago, like you know before being propelled further into adulthood, I guess. Uh, but I, I realize that that's rose-colored glass view of the whole situation, but I can't separate that. But the show's chill as hell and a wonderful way to wind down in the evening. Um, I hope you check out The Great British Baking Show or Bake Off, depending on where you have access to it. Um, you might just look at pastries a little differently. I know I definitely have. There's far more savory ones than I anticipated. I, I don't know. I'm finding that I don't know anything about baking um which is kind of cool because i can make some bomb cookies and brownies but a, a torta i don't uh, i don't know um but also it's genuinely inspiring you you get to learn a little bit about the contestants and their backstories and what got them there i've consciously not talked about any of them from any of the seasons i've watched because they're all kind of great in their own way uh, some of them definitely stick out to me more than others or resonate with me where I'm just like, hell yeah, fuck yeah, get it, girl. And I, and I don't want that to uh, sway your perspective at all because they're all dope as hell. Um, it's not often that I find someone where I'm like, baby girl, you gotta go or hey, my dude, you gotta, you gotta bounce. 
usually I'm just like, oh yeah. Even it's if it's someone that I'm like, I hate your attitude, but they like do something great. I'm like, wow, like hell yeah. Like this one time you get to get it. But yeah, it's just inspiring. So get yourself a nice cup of tea or grab your favorite ice cream and pop on the couch and watch an episode of two and just kind of let it wash over you. And maybe you'll want to get back into the kitchen or go to the kitchen for the first time ever. Who knows? But thank you for listening to Combo Breaker for a one-two punch of enthusiasm. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. And if you did, I hope you share it with a friend. And if you want to share something that you're digging on or shoot an email over to weareokretro at gmail.com with Combo Breaker in the subject line. And follow me on the social medias at weareokretro to see new stuff coming out and what I'm up to. And I hope you all have a fantastic week. Until next time. Hey.